Hey, welcome to episode 96 of Bono's Health, and I'm going to call this one Bono's Stuff. It goes a little bit outside the health space. We have Untamed Adam here talking about NFTs. Since we recorded this, unfortunately, uh, the NFT market has definitely been in a bit of a nosedive with the way the economy's been going, I think, unfortunately. But... Uh, I think these are vital things to understand. I'm still learning a whole lot about that side of the the world, the financial aspect of it, NFTs, Bitcoin, all that good stuff. So at the end of the day, though, uh, I wanted to share, uh, Adam reached out to me and said, hey, can you just provide some fitness tips once a week for our community? Uh, Because that's what NFTs are really based on, is this community of folks coming together um, and, you know, trying to just be in in a positive kind of environment uh, they raise a lot of money for elephants. That's their big thing. Uh, their community is based around and saving elephants, uh, helping them live better lives. So uh, with all the money that kind of usually is around things like NFTs, it's great to uh, have something positive to get back to. So hopefully you guys uh, get a lot out of this episode, at least 1% better. If you do, I'd appreciate if you like share, subscribe, all that stuff, uh, leave a rating review on your app of choice for podcasts. So get let's get into it. Uh, get 1% better and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I see it live. There it is. We are live with Adam, Untamed Adam. Why are you untamed, Adam? Because <laughs> I run the Untamed Elephants, uh, big NFT community. So I adopted the untamed adjective. So... We are here to talk about NFTs, something I know next to nothing about. Adam, someone I've known for a long time, especially through social media, and uh, invited me to offer some fitness consultation, as that's my expertise, over to his community on Discord of his NFT folks, the uh, Untamed Elephants, as you said. Um, and so that's where we connected, and he's like, hey, let me pay you with an NFT. Um, I don't know if that violates any uh, things in the world of physical therapy or anything, but it is what it is. I haven't actually accepted that because I have no idea how to even uh, open a wallet of crypto or any of that stuff. So all these fun words here in the year 2022 are getting thrown around. Um, Folks like you are probably making a lot more money than me uh, just figuring out what this stuff is. So I figure maybe you can help us understand someone like me who likes to know more stuff, hence the name of this podcast, Bono stuff. I want to learn more. So I thought it'd be cool for you to share with my audience and me, uh, what is an NFT? The best I can tell you is it's a non-fungible token, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. NFT. Yeah. So where do we go from there? Yeah. And thanks for having, having me. And thanks for pumping up our community every Friday with a fitness tip. And uh, the NFT world, um, people are people are on it 24-7 and it does take a toll on mental and, uh, and physical health. Uh, so a Friday reminder for everyone to stop and stretch or breathe or take a walk. It can have a big difference. It can make a big impact. Yeah. Anytime I can make an impact, I'm, I'm ready to be there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everyone knows about cryptocurrency, right? Like Bitcoin and Ethereum and a bunch of the smaller coins. And crypto is crazy. It goes up and down, up and down. Um, NFTs are similar. Uh, NFTs are like a subset of crypto. So if you think crypto is crazy, uh, (laughs) are the wild west of the crypto world. And um, non-fungible 
tokens. It's kind of a weird name. Basically, um, with Bitcoin, let's say, or the US dollar, they're interchangeable. If I give you a dollar, um, my dollar is equal to your dollar. Like it's, there's no difference. Mm -hmm. But NFTs are more, everything has a serial number. So everything is unique. It's like owning, um, like when an artist does a print of a work, they'll sign it. This is three of 200, mm -hmm. uh, serial number three. And lower serial numbers can be worth more. Um, and even though the picture is the same for every print, that different number makes it non-fungible. So it's just taking that idea into the crypto world where each token has its own identity. And often the token will have a picture attached to it uh, as well, uh, taking kind of that art print idea. Um, so, um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's the first time that digital artists can get paid um, huh. because before the, before NFTs, I mean, how could a digital artist get paid? I mean, maybe they have to print out their work and sell it. Maybe they do commissions, but that's not really that much money compared to what, you know, high-end studio artists make. So NFTs let them sell their digital work. Um, NFTs are create community because if like in our community, everyone with an untamed elephant NFT, um, <clears throat> feels like they're part of a clubhouse mm -hmm. and they can check out your weekly fitness tips. They get entered into raffles. They get uh, first shots at buying cool new art. Um, then there's, uh, there's kind of the collectability factor like baseball cards. These are just digital baseball cards. You can think of it as mm -hmm. well. Uh, so there's a lot of different angles to it. There's play, play to earn video games, which are kind of video games that you play that actually pay you rather than huh. you know, just paying them. Um, yeah, so uh, it's 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 the wild west. There's a ton of applications everywhere. You can you can make an NFT. There's a million ideas for NFTs that our our people are experimenting with. What can we do with this technology? Um, you could make a Dr. Bo NFT <laughs> and every holder who holds it gets, you know, some perk of being in the Dr. Bo NFT club. And when they don't want to be in the club anymore, they can list it for sale and someone else can buy it and you, uh, get a small royalty, um, for, for that secondary right. action. So we're seeing some things like that as well. Uh, I went to a sports event recently and their pitch is they release an NFT membership pass for everyone. And um, the pass gives you access to go to like box suites at sports games mm. um, for life. And um, so some people buy it for that perk. Some people buy it because they hope the value will go up so they can just sell it and make a profit. So it's before NFTs, it's really, really hard to sell memberships to things. Like you can sign up for a gym, but when if that gym becomes really popular, it's not like you can resell your membership to someone else and make a profit from it, right? That, hmm. The best you can do is just stop being a member or <laughs> just being a member. Right. Um, but with NFTs, you can actually profit from the club's the club's growth 
and um, yeah, we see, we've seen with country clubs, like the memberships can skyrocket, you know, elite places like Soho House, the membership rates can skyrocket, but the members aren't profiting from, from that growth. But with NFTs, they could actually resell their memberships to others and, and profit from it. So, so, I mean, would it be oversimplifying it too much to say it's pretty much like we only have 200 passes to the Soho house and you bought uh, the, the one of those 200? Is that, is that kind of one yeah. way to look at it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And as the Soho house becomes more popular, well, there's only 200 passes. So each pass is going to go up a lot in value right. for the people so, who bought so, in. So simple supply demand will ultimately still drive the kind of macroeconomics of NFTs. Yeah, it's it's a it's always a fixed supply. We haven't really seen any successful NFTs with an infinite supply or anything. It's always like there's always like a, a kind of you want it to feel like you're a VIP and it's exclusive and right. like it's limited edition things mm-hmm. like that. So like, again, what you offered me was a bunch of these elephants <laughs> with all different colors and prints and, and themes. Um, I, I, did, I still do want that Bob Ross one, uh, but <laughs> you said there was an issue with the copyright or something there, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But let's say there's that one Bob Ross elephant and that's mm-hmm. the one I want. Uh, and let's say, let's, let's skip the copyright issue. Um, but what if I own that Bob Ross elephant, um, and no one else can have it. And then there should be certain perks associated with that. That's what makes it valuable. And there's only the one Bob Ross elephant. So nobody could take a screenshot of it and be like, this is my Bob Ross elephant. <laughs> and so only Dr. Bo owns the Bob Ross elephant, theoretically. Or there's 200 Bob Ross elephants, but you know, I own one of 200. Is that, yeah. Is that- yeah, I mean, often in a collection, um, sometimes... Some NFTs will have more utility, more perks, but oftentimes people like the rare ones and the um, the you know graphically pleasing ones. Mm-hmm. They'll pay a premium for it just because it looks nice on your Twitter, or you can flex it like kind of a vanity license plate. So it's not always like the utility that's driving an extra price. It's kind of the flex factor that makes because if there's only one bob ross one and a lot of people want it even if the bob ross one does nothing different than a normal one you know the maybe it'll command extra money Mm. uh, for it okay okay i think i'm starting to get it a little bit um Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then are you familiar with nils what's going on with all the college kind of athletes are you familiar with that somewhat yeah no Well, then we're not going to go down that path. Um, I think I think it's meant to be kind of similar, uh, but I'm not sure. I, I, I'd have to look it up. So again, I'm I'm very green when it comes. That's why I'm wearing my green shirt uh, when it comes to all this. This again, crypto NFTs NILs. I, and yeah, I forget exactly what the NIL is, but it's it's something that a lot of the college athletes are now able to profit off of, mm-hmm. where that was a huge thing. So I don't know if it's again their likeness, um, something like that. But we won't since neither of us are that familiar with it. Uh, let's not waste time there. So NFTs, building community. Uh, we have a little bit of better sense of this kind of marketplace. So yeah, uh, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about the whole concept of crypto and everything and how there are servers involved. And mm-hmm. this is different. So crypto versus 
NFTs don't necessarily have that environmental impact that that gets talked about with, uh, or do they, when it comes to NFTs, crypto? So um, exact same exact same issues. Um, yeah. NFTs, though NFTs as a whole, crypto has bigger issues because NFTs because Bitcoin is the biggest kind of um, polluter coin. Mm. I guess. Um, and there's no NFTs or few, very few are built on Bitcoin. So most are built on, um, Ethereum or Solana or other chains. Um, so I, I, you know, the environmental concerns are, it's always important to, you know, factor it in, but I think, I think it's overstated a little bit. I mean, if you look at if you look at the history of Ethereum, it's going in the right direction with more and more powered by green. They're upgrading their infrastructure. There's a lot of blockchain NFTs that have almost no environmental impact. Like Solana is a huge, huge blockchain that has a lot of NFT volume on it. And that has, that has almost no environmental impact at all. So I, I think... You know, it's 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 rapidly evolving. Any new technology will be inefficient at first, and then rapidly get better because tech improves pretty quickly. Uh, I think I think the issue, though, I think a lot of the complaints against the impact are more that people in their gut maybe don't like the idea that someone can make a lot of money off a monkey picture for example <laughs> it's yeah. like i'm it's like someone's working really hard every day and then they just see a bunch of you know high schoolers make a million dollars off a picture of a monkey and then they this when you have like an innate dislike of something then it's like oh well then you then that kind of can lead to just kind of overstating the uh, negatives around it uh, when the real problem is that um, you know, there's bigger economic policy issues like um, as to why, you know, inflation is getting really bad. And, you know, there's there's big there's bigger issues in the world. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you dismiss the environmental impact. Uh, yeah, to some I mean, it's, it's valid. I'm, I'm happy that all the crypto people are working hard to improve it. But hmm. I mean, think of all the other think think of so many other things that have much bigger environmental impacts that no one cares about. I mean, yeah, it's it's just like, easy for to your point a little. Sorry to cut you off there. So it's easy for us to focus on paper straws in California and like in yeah. the grand scheme of things, that's point oh oh one percent of the issue <laughs> of what we're talking about versus some impact we can make on you know reducing emissions. Uh, yeah, there's all, definitely some, some like where can we make an impact is we're going to yell about this thing that clearly is making some kind of a negative thing. So, yeah, there's definitely the, the human uh, id ego if we want to really go into the, <laughs> the psychology of why people uh, focus on things that really don't mean that much. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff there. But coming back to the real world impact of it, I guess, uh, I can, can I, whether you share about yourself or other folks, I mean, are there people who are starting to invest in these things? And are able to quit their day jobs is like, can you, can, how many, I don't know if you would know how many, but is it legitimate to say folks are able to completely, whether it's crypto and or NFTs 
um, yeah, like you said, you know, people working hard nine to five and then, um, there's folks who are like, Hey, I figured this thing out and I, you know, I'm making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, um, on, on NFTs or is it still the, the thing for me is it's like, it still feels like it's all kind of made up money that it, it kind of is right. But, but there is a real world impact of like, you know, I can buy a house with the NFTs I bought last year. Uh, and now I have a house from just kind of, again, playing online. Um, so yeah, where, where, I guess, can you solidify that in the air field for me? Yeah. So NFTs, it's, it's the very, very early days. It's, it's, and I tell people that, um, it's one of the areas where there's the highest risk and the highest reward. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't have high reward without the high risk. So, um, so there, there's a few paths to take. One, you can try to be a day trader. And when I started in NFTs almost a year ago, day trading was much easier than it is now because there is so much fewer people in it. The market was just like super unsophisticated. Uh, people would just list NFTs way below their market value. So if you just had any effort at all, you just buy them and sell them and, and make money. So, so, but now day trading, you have to dedicate a tremendous amount of time to it. It's kind of like day trading stocks almost. It's not mm -hmm. as sophisticated as the stock market, but it's, I feel like it's getting, getting there. So, and with day trading, you're competing against others. It's a zero sum game. You're hoping that, you know, you can, it's like sitting at a poker table. You're hoping that you can outplay all these people. So, so you can lose money as easily as you, you gain money. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's really, really hard to make a full-time living. Unless I'd liken it to playing poker. You know, some people can do okay. it. Some people can't, yeah. there's a lot of risk involved. Uh, so the, the day trade, there's the day trading aspect. Then there's, being a artist, I, I I know I knew some traditional artists. I've known some traditional artists who, because of NFTs, could have could leave their day jobs where they weren't doing art, and now they can focus on art because they built up a community in NFTs and they are able to sell their art for the first time. And so, uh, so I've seen that happen definitely. As I said, digital artists have a hard time of um, monetizing their work otherwise. Right. Um, then there's the invest. There's a long-term investing uh, perspective, where um, where you just allocate some percentage of your money and buy and hold good NFTs, quality NFTs, and um, that it's harder to get rich quick from that because sometimes. Like the biggest example of an NFT success was uh, Bored Apes. And, um, you know, anyone who bought a Bored Ape at Mint for 0.08 ETH, which was a few hundred bucks, now with all the benefits they get, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, maybe have made like half a million to a million dollars uh, from in, in less than a year. Um, but during that year, they had to hold the asset, 
and watch it go up and down and up and down and up and down and, up and, and, and not sell. So right. if they're trying to day trade along the way, they probably would have lost money. But if right. they just bought and held, then they did well. And some NFTs haven't done well. So yeah. most haven't. So right. um, would you can I mean, again, based on your experience in the, that marketplace, what percent is it like one percent that if you had gotten it and sold it and, or gotten it and held on to it for whatever the last year? that you know you one percent less than one percent is it <laughs> maybe it's ten percent that that would have would have still made money uh or is yeah is it just a flooded market uh similar to to, to again all the crypto from my understanding is yeah. uh maybe if you if you did it at the right time again that's all somewhat skill and luck um but it's it's you know uh for, for someone like me who doesn't understand all that stuff and has some little bit of a toe in, in like the understanding of it even. Uh, yeah. What per, can you put a percentage on, on what you've seen maybe? Of yeah. It's hard. Cause like the, in the early back then, um, pretty much most projects back then to now have either retained their value, gone up spectacularly or gone up spectacularly with some, you know, falling to the wayside. But now there's like 2000 NFTs that launch a month. So <laughs> <laughs> the odds are going to be much less. Right, but, right. But um, you don't have to, you know, there. Every, every big NFT project has a lower point of entry. For example, with um, Bored Apes, you could you don't have to buy a board ape which is like half a million dollars or a board mutant which is like a hundred thousand dollars you could buy their ape coin which each ape coin is like 17 dollars, and then you're part of their ecosystem for pretty cheap right um so there's there's ways to buy like quality nfts or at least be part of their ecosystem for relatively cheap what i some someone asked me they said i, I have 1500 dollars. how can i invest in nfts mm -hmm. and there's there's an nft exchange called looks rare and you could buy their token for 1500 dollars. and as since they're an exchange you kind of profit from every nft sale and um, so it's kind of an indirect way. You don't have to gamble on, oh, I think this NFT will go up and this won't. You can just buy a, a percentage of an exchange and they're paying like 150% interest on <laughs> their token. <laughs> so um, if uh, it, with the interest that's compounding and if their token goes up because their volume is doing well, because NFTs are doing well, it kind of compounds on top of each other. So um so there's simple ways to invest in nfts without trying to you know pick pick winners and looter losers right okay uh along those lines i guess what that come makes me think of that is a question i've still had and i've heard people kind of go back and forth on a little bit is uh from the nft concept and i, I sent you that podcast i don't know if you actually listened to it from uh ezra klein of new york times uh talk kind of talking negatively about crypto in general yeah. um so one of the things that he was talking about is uh, again so let's say i put fifteen hundred dollars into to an nft today yeah. and a month from now it's up to ten thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars i 10x my my investment i'm like cool i'm pulling out like that's a pretty nice little profit i'm yeah. pulling out today 
his take on that was it's it's somewhat frowned upon and or i don't know if it's near impossible but because you're in the community and they're like dude this is going to go keep going up like you're going to miss out on so much more money um but again is that is it the community piece is it like is it frowned upon if, if that was the case? Well, you know, do you have experience around that? Because that was one of his main points, uh, I think, of all the negatives of the NFT community is like, we really want you to be part of the community. We don't want you to come in here, take your money and run um, and like make money off of us. So I don't know if, how you feel about that um, concept and or uh, can you give me $15,000 right now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's. There is a little bit there can be a little bit of cell shaming if you're if you're if if you like, for example, if Dr. Bo sells his untamed elephant <laughs> being like our fitness guy. Yeah, I could see a little bit of, of, of people rolling their eyes, but it's right. pretty overstated because a lot of NFT people are anonymous there mm. and a lot of NFT people are kind of degenerate gamblers too <laughs> so it yeah I, I wouldn't call that like a major issue i think it's it's just kind of an asterisk and it, it's an interesting little extra thing but right I, I i see more people in the nft communities constantly say uh, remember to take profits um uh are you sure you, you're you're not you're not over leveraged. Like I, I see a lot more of that of people like giving advice for people to take profits um, and to have liquidity on the side. Mm. Uh, if all your money is because if all your money is NFTs mm -hmm. in the NFT world, sometimes ridiculous opportunities will come up out of nowhere. And if you don't have the money available to like just buy quickly, then you'll miss out. So a lot of experienced NFT people will preach to keep, a lot liquid on the side because you can lose a lot in missed opportunity. Right. So I, I think the NFT world, there is a little bit of cell shaming sometimes, but it's like, I've, I've sold so many of my NFTs. I've never gotten any hassle for it. So, so. that was the other part of that question is it's pretty straightforward to, you know, send $1,500 to Adam untamed Adam and buy my <laughs> NFT. And then again, let's say in that month, 10 uh, X is, or whatever, even if it goes up even a little bit, it's easy enough for, for me to say, hey, like, uh, you know, we're about to buy a house. I need to get some some cash flow here, liquidity, like you're saying. Uh, it's pretty straightforward to say, I, I'd like my $15,000 now. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, there's no, so NFTs aren't, some NFTs are more liquid than others. Um, so for example, you could have a collection that every day there's like a hundred sales, right? Uh, and then another collection, um, that every day there's one sale. So if you're, if you're trying to sell an NFT really quickly, but there's only one sale a day in the whole collection, you have to wait a long time. It's, it's closer to eBay almost than mm. the stock market. In the stock market, you could buy and sell instantly. Right. On eBay, you have to list and you have to wait for, for a buyer to come. And um, so uh, so it's something else to think about with NFTs. Yeah. That's one of my biggest concerns. I'm pretty traditional. Like I'm, we're, I'm an immigrant from Russia in the Cold War. Like <laughs> we, were, we were definitely money under the mattress type of people. Uh, so this kind of like... Yeah, let me take fifteen hundred dollars and just throw it into space and hope that someday I, it'll come back to me and not lose fifteen hundred dollars. 
um, is definitely a, a, a very alien type of concept that, uh, you know, I, I'm all for getting rich, but <laughs> it's, it's again, even like, you know, if it 10 X, uh, it's still like, yeah, how long, uh, it, 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 you're saying it's going to completely depend on what community that's in and like what they're. Yeah. Well, if, if, if a collection 10 X is, it means there's so many buyers that. Well, what, what, like, whatever, two X or, or even 1.5 X or yeah. what, whatever, just any kind of growth. And I'm just like, I, 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 or even I lose, I lose, you know, it's, it's 0.75 X. I lost a little bit of money, but it still want to take it out. Like you're saying it still might take me a month to, to get that money out. Depends. Yeah, depends on the collection. Or you have to price more aggressively. Is there a way to know that up front? Um, or you yeah. just have to have experience with it more or less. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. NFTs definitely have a learning curve to them, and um, a lot of newcomers to NFTs get burned badly. Like hmm. beginners at poker. Like in again, right. the poker table. <laughs> Yeah, a beginner who goes to Vegas and sits down is just going to get wrecked. And right. I've seen it with a lot of people in NFTs because they see an ad on Instagram for some scam project and then they spend all their money on the scam project mm -hmm. and it disappears. So and that happens every day. So right. um, the, the, the better you get, the more you're able to uh, like when I buy an NFT, it's I think of it like poker odds. I'm like, OK, this this has a 60% chance of doing well. And mm. and so I know it's a good bet. It might not pan yeah. out. Um, just like in poker, you can have a good hand, but some, you can lose. Right. So, but there is a chance you will lose all of your money. Like, and you know, that's, that's kind of my philosophy with anything, gambling on football games or whatever is, don't bet more than you're willing to lose because most likely you're going to lose um <laughs> you yeah know. That's, and that's that's a cardinal rule with nfts as well i mean i tell people only put like 10 percent of your money in the crypto uh 10 to 20 percent max uh 20 percent if you really really know what you're doing mm. and you could think about nfts as well so right. um maybe five percent in nfts so even if you lose if it if it goes up a lot then it's it's enough money to care about, but if it goes to zero, well, five percent isn't a big deal anyway. Right, right, uh, right. Different people, different situations, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, along those lines, though, yeah, I guess the other really interesting thing we talked a little bit about the stock market is uh, obviously the stock market has its own ups, downs, and and learning curves as well. But again, for me, like I was saying, I'm just like I'm okay doing a thirty year plan where if I have six percent compounding interest for 30 years. Um, I I'll take that over losing a hundred percent of <laughs> my investment. And so even with like a, a, a traditional IRA uh, or a Roth IRA, putting $6,000 into that a year um, m seems like a better investment than putting $6,000 towards NFTs right now um, where that $6,000 could turn into a hundred thousand dollars in like within a few months mm -hmm. is, is the theory. If you, if you kind of, Again, but like that's what one out of every couple thousand <laughs> uh, NFTs that you might get lucky with. So that's where I, I again, uh, it, it, it helps to have a little bit of a sense of the likelihood and the percentages. And I'm just again, that's how my brain works. A very I want to know, like, what are my chances here? Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know if there's an answer or if yeah, I even asked I, a question in there. But <laughs> no, I, no, I think no, as, I, as I said, I think like. Yeah, for most people, just put it in an index fund with low fees for a long period of time. 
but take but put a little bit in the crypto and nfts just in case where if it goes to zero it doesn't it's not going to hurt that badly over 30 years but if but it like when i started in nfts i was a big crypto guy for you know 10 years and i put i put 20 percent of my crypto into nfts realizing it could all go to zero and everyone thought it was crazy but i'm like yeah this is my crypto investment money anyway right uh and house my, money yeah and the, my nft portion went from 20 percent to being bigger than my crypto portfolio so mm. um so it could have gone the other way but i limited kind of the the exposure so um so yeah and um and also yeah it's something think of it as a hobby too right if it's a ho- if 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 you if you think of nfts as a hobby and a lot of people do they get really passionate about it and um then it, it becomes kind of an entertainment expense on top of things like sports gambling like you right. would never tell someone to put all your money into sports gambling but some people love sports gambling where it's their like favorite thing in the world and they watch all the shows and mm-hmm. the podcast and maybe they could be good at it too so um it's a little bit like that but nfts have much better odds than sports gambling because it's it's newer it's a newer market it, the tech is very interesting it it could be big it could power a lot of different things in the future right so yeah yeah i could see how if you again take that same amount of energy and time that you might on sports and put it into understanding nfts especially because they're so new uh you could certainly do better than gambling on a, a sporting event that has a couple other thousand variables that <laughs> yeah like like I'll, I'll give you an example there's there's a lot if you really really pay attention to nfts there's a lot of free money opportunities like uh a really really hyped project had a raffle uh where um anyone who won the raffle could um buy their nf have the right to buy their nft mm-hmm. and buying their nft because the demand was so high it was basically free money because anyone who didn't win the raffle would buy it and lift the price up so um all the people paying attention to nfts entered the raffle and the odds ended up being about 25 percent of winning anyone who won that 25 percent of winning and bought the nft made um they bought it for seven grand right now the value is 90 grand so they made mm. 80 grand right. a 25 percent chance of winning 80 grand with no, with almost no risk so like that's unheard of right like, um <laughs> so and that's of course if you held anyone who flipped immediately would right. still make like 10 15 grand uh, uh anyone who held would, would get higher so there's these opportunities don't come along that often so you really have to be involved and pay attention but Mm -hmm. uh even if your risk tolerance is low there's there's still opportunities like that to come in nfts and i I didn't win the raffle by the way (laughs) sorry to hear yeah (laughs) so but you lost nothing you lost nothing yeah i lost nothing except for like a couple minutes of entering the raffle (laughs) right right people tend to go into those you know when a $25 gift certificate for doing this five minute survey, like people are willing to do that and they might be better served uh, learning a little more and, and finding these kind of, again, 
NFT raffles where they can make a lot more money than $25 like Amazon gift cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it, you know, instead of having a one in a million chance of winning a hundred bucks, you could have a 25% chance. Of right. Winning. The, the other question I have real quick and we'll, we'll be respectful of your time and wrap up after maybe yeah. this one is, uh, what, is it beneficial because it is kind of community-based to have more and more people investing and feeding into this system? Is that kind of the ultimate goal uh, to some extent? Will that kind of, it, it's, not, it's not a pyramid scheme by any means from what I can tell because it's not like, oh, you, you know, Bo, Dr. Bo's coming in. Adam's the one who brought him in. Uh, for every, for if Dr. Bo brings in 15 people now, Adam's made X amount of money. So it's not that it's, but it, but it does, from my understanding, what I've seen is it does help to have more people involved because there's more interest or is it limited resources? So it's actually worse in that regard. Which yeah. Way is that going? yeah. The more people, the better. I mean, you, you always want to promote sales. So to, so that people who do want to sell their NFT have a market for it. Uh, so that, that makes it healthy. Um, and I'll say that a big thing of NFTs is giving value back to the holders. Like we all use Instagram, we all use YouTube and Facebook and everything, but like they're making all the money. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we, when you play like Call of Duty and buy all these skins or Fortnite and buy all these like outfits for your characters, you know, they're, they're making the company's making all the money. And it's billions and billions of dollars. Um, with NFTs, with this interesting technology, you can actually, the people participating can actually profit alongside mm. the growth on an almost equal, maybe not 100% equal, but on a pretty substantial uh, level. So that's, that's, that's the dream of it. I mean, to have the biggest success stories and TV and and fitness and video games and comics, um, but done in a way that is more um, democratized, where mm. where every, the people can grow with it. Like the apes are in the last year, the apes are a billion dollar plus company now, right? Mm. Um, but if it was any other startup, like uh, a new social network that came out that grew to a billion dollars, well, the holder, the users of that app wouldn't benefit at all. Like what, what benefit are they getting? None of that billion is going to them. But with apes, all the ape holders, you know, a lot of them became millionaires because right. uh, they got to grow alongside the, the company. Right. Um, so it's, so they're, they're more, they're more stockholders. They're more investors, like early adopters, people who buy into, again, when Apple, if you had bought Apple when it was first starting, right? Like you'd be pretty, <laughs> pretty yeah. well. So it's more, it's, it's more of that than being the user you're, you're involved is giving more opportunities to be it's, a part of something there. Yeah. It's the perfect marriage between users and kind of stockholder. Right. Like it, Yeah it's it's it, it combines them in a completely unique way that hasn't been done before done before i love it man thank you for for sharing all that yeah and um, I'll, I'll say one, one one last thing is that um so our project untamed elephants is dedicated to saving the elephants with nfts and um so our community is very big on donating uh to charity and one thing that never gets told in nft world 
is that NFTs have donated hundreds of millions of dollars to charities for a ton of different organizations and hmm. from, from wildlife organizations to mental health organizations. And for a lot of these charities, it's the biggest donations they've ever gotten. I mean, the Jane Goodall Foundation um, got a donation recently that pays for 15 years of their expenses wow. in, just, in just one big gut from an NFT project. So um, that story just, and with COVID fundraising is very low in general, but that story of just the sheer amount of money that's just being funneled to charity from NFTs hasn't been told at all. Right. So it's, so you look at the environmental concerns, it's big, but you look at, I don't know, half a billion dollars to charity right. <laughs> in a very short period of time that funds all these millions of organizations. I mean, that's, yeah, that story needs to be told as well. Yeah, for sure. No, I appreciate that nuance. That's why I love these podcasts. Uh, conversations allows us to go deeper into some of those stories that don't get told and, and talk about kind of the, the positives, negatives, risk rewards, all that stuff. So appreciate mm -hmm. you sharing that. Um, do you have any, any places folks can go find out about untamed elephants or you, or just NFTs in general that you want to promote? Yeah. Our website, untamed elephants.io, um, is, is the right place to start and awesome. joining our Twitter at elephant NFTs and every Friday they can see a cool video from you as well. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. Well, thanks you again uh, for your time, Untamed Adam. And uh, we, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to pull up that uh, elephant song, or can I? Um, but that's all right. We'll, we'll uh, wrap it up here. Hope you guys got 1% better. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. If you have questions, we know where to direct them uh, about NFTs, anything health and fitness. I got you. Nothing financial whatsoever. Do not come to me. I am not your guy, even though I have now have a better understanding of this concept but thank you again for that uh enjoy the rest of your day uh we'll see you guys next